Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? Today, I want to talk about healing. Well, it's called Healing Journeys Today, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, I feel like every topic, mo probably 98% of my uh, topics are on God's love and, you know, our righteousness in Him, no condemnation, because that brings healing right there. <laughs> that is extremely healing, especially for those that, are struggling with, you know, emotional uh, sicknesses and, and that. But, but I wanted to talk about, I want to talk about healing. And it was sparked by something um, that I posted on Facebook. And it was, it said something like, God, in all caps, never put sicknesses on anyone. That is one of the most destructive lies that we could believe. Love and compassion himself took the stripes upon himself so that we could be healed and whole. Um, and that is the truth. And you know, if you <laughs> Oh, social media will have every single view come out. So I had, because um, I posted on this other ministry page as well, and I kind of knew it would happen, but I was like, you know what? I, I am going to share the truth. Um, just basically, some people were arguing that, you know, God allows this sickness to so that we can put faith in him and 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 God you know killed David's son all these things of uh, just wanting to argue about God being the healer and it saddens me so much we are in a new covenant the cross changed everything everything and I could say a whole lot about, you know, the Old Testament law and how I believe it, it was never God's heart to do that. But they chose that covenant. And because they chose that covenant, if you understand covenants, the people that make the covenant, they are responsible on their end for any consequences of breaking the covenant. But it, I, it, I do not believe it was ever God's heart to give the Old Testament law, but it happened. But even in that, he provided his love and grace and forgiveness through the sacrifices. So, but for us, New Covenant believers, everything changed. So the whole Bible is written for us, but not everything is written to us. Because for example, if we sin, when we sin, I should say, because we all do, anything without faith is sin, we don't have to go and kill an animal as a sacrifice and watch the innocent blood flow out of the animal in order to receive that forgiveness. They would place their hands on the offering, which would be a spotless animal, no blemish, uh, signifying Jesus, 
They would put their hands on the animal, signifying their sins going into the spotless animal and picture Jesus, all sin, the sins of the entire world went upon him at the cross. And because all sin was on the animal, they, the uh, offerer had to slit the throat of the animal and watch the innocent animal's blood flow out. By the way, I'm just going to say it. I'm an animal lover. I believe all these animals are in heaven and we're going to see them. But anyway, and I'm just glad I was not around during that time. But needless to say, you know, they were used to all of the blood and shed and the killing and all that. But then they could go free knowing that they were forgiven. But it didn't last long because the next time you sin, there you go. You got to do it all over again. So um, <clears throat> we praise the Lord. We live in the new covenant because Jesus took all sins, the sins of the entire world upon himself. He was without sin and um, he gave up his life willingly. He was scourged. He was he was beaten. He was humiliated. He took all shame. He took all guilt upon himself, gave up his spirit, left all of that in the grave. And when we receive him or have faith in him and what he has accomplished for us on our behalf, um, we become a new creation. When he rose, we rose with him. You know, we are new creations now and God views us through the spirit which is perfect and holy and blameless and righteous because of the blood of Jesus, not because of anything uh, that we have done. But anyway, it's just, it just amazes me. And, and also Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, which I'm going to you know talk about later on, Isaiah 53, 5, by his stripes we were healed. So... <clears throat> His stripes on his back made a difference at the cross. He wanted us to be healed and whole. So, you know, and it just, I'm just amazed, you know. And so, listen, you know, never take it for granted if you're a believer in healing. Just consider yourself blessed because many people do not know that and are deceived and you know, I heard a minister a long time ago when she became a new believer, basically she had a friend that fell down the stairs and broke her leg and another believer told her that God did it to that guy or girl, whoever it was, that broke their leg, that God broke their leg. And let me tell you something, she was fearful. Because if you think that as God is out to like put sickness on you or cause you to break your leg, how is that love? I mean, I have three kids. I would never do that for my kids. I would rather take the fall myself than have my kids go through that. And guess what Jesus did? He went through it for us. And so I get very passionate and, you know, I have this righteous anger at the enemy because God is love. Healing belongs to us. Emotional, physical, spiritual healing belongs to us in Jesus. And, and so 
I want to read this scripture. Well, let me let me just say this. Okay, I was just thinking of an analogy to do with this because I'm a visual person and I was just, you know, this just came to my mind. Think about two football teams, okay? And they're playing a game. And honestly, if I could remember who was in the Super Bowl, <laughs> I would tell you those teams. Who was it? The Bengals and was it the San Francisco Rams or something like that? I don't know, whatever. Okay, I'm not, I'm not into that. <laughs> but anyway, let's say you got two football teams and they're playing. And let's just say it's the Bengals and the Bears, even though the Bears are horrible. I'm from Chicago, so I can say that. So it's the Bengals and the Bears. Let's say the Bengals have the ball and they and the quarterback passes it to one of um, his team members. What would happen if that team member actually ran for a touchdown for the other team instead of playing for the Bengals and went to the other side of the team and got a touchdown? Do you think that team would be successful if people from that team were doing that? No. And that's like a no-brainer example, but it brings me to this verse. Um, oh, I thought I had this out, but in Matthew 12, 25, Matthew 12, 25, this is Jesus speaking. And he says, um, because I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the beginning of the chapter. So Matthew 12, 22 through um, 26. Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to Jesus, and he healed him. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's not a surprise because Jesus is the healer. So that the mute man spoke and saw. All the crowds were amazed and were saying, This man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man cast out demons only by Beelzebub, Beza, no, Bezobel. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me with that. The ruler of the demons. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and any city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How will his kingdom stand? If I by Beelzebul cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. I read a little bit more. So, I mean you know, Jesus is saying, you know, a kingdom divided against itself can't stand. Well, guess what Jesus did? Jesus showed us what part of the kingdom he was on, what team he was on. He was on team healing. So let's go to some scriptures on that. Because I, I just want to renew our minds to the truth today that healing belongs to us because of Jesus. Don't believe the lie that God is withholding heal, healing from you. He's not healing you. Um, that is a lie from the pit of hell to keep you stuck. 
let's renew our minds with the truth. If that if that's a lie that keeps coming up to you, I encourage you right now to put that on the shelf and let go of it and let's read scriptures about Jesus healing the sick to show us what uh what team he was on, what kingdom he was from, and he was from the kingdom of heaven. Thank you Jesus. The father said if you've seen if you've seen Jesus you've seen me. Okay? So basically Jesus was the father's body language on the earth, the father's heart on the earth, and Jesus showed us that the father's heart is always healing. So Matthew 12:15. But Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there. Many followed him and he healed them all. Now I don't know, I just feel led to say this because I felt like there were some people out there right now that were getting thoughts of, well, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm not, you know, receiving healing. It's my fault, etc. The Father wants you to know that He is going to help you and He is going to reveal to you whatever barrier it is that is preventing you from receiving and he has compassion and love for you he doesn't have impatience he doesn't have anger he doesn't have any of that he his desire is to show you what barrier might be in the way as you depend on him in relationship you will hear his voice speaking to you more and more and he will reveal it to you. So he says, um, don't let go of that hope. He's restoring hope right now to people's hearts because healing belongs to you. And I just believe even by the end of this, some people, you're going you're gonna to know that you're healed. You're going to know. You're going to feel it in your body where you need it. So anyway, let's go down. Um, Matthew 14, 14. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. He had compassion and healed their sick. Notice he didn't say, uh, it didn't say, he didn't heal that crowd because the father told him that it was his will that that crowd stay sick to give him glory. No, that's not what happened. He felt compassion for them and healed their sick. Think about us humans. I mean, I have compassion when I see people going through sickness because it's, it, it's, it's not fun. It's, it's painful. It's life altering. It's crippling. So how much more our heavenly father has compassion so much so that Jesus went to the cross and took the scourging. The, I mean, it, when you study what Jesus went through, it was horrific physical pain and trauma and emotional trauma. And he went through all of it so that we could receive healing because he's so good. And... Um, Matthew 15, 30, and large crowds came to him, bringing with them those who were lame, crippled, blind, mute, and many others. 
and they laid them down at his feet and he healed them. Matthew 21, 14, and the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. Luke 4, 40, while the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him and laying his hands on each one of them, he was healing them. But the crowds were aware of this and followed him, welcoming them. He began speaking to them about the kingdom of God and curing those who had need of healing. So Jesus taught the good news, the truth, to help uh, renew people's minds, change their mindsets, especially back then. Um, but we need it too. So it's important that we receive good teaching about healing about the gospel about jesus about his love for us all the truths of the word all the new covenant truths new creation truths that we need to hear and that will bring healing matthew 9 35 jesus was going through all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Matthew 19, 2, and large crowds followed him and he healed them there. Um, Luke 6, 18, who had come to hear him, see they were hearing truth, they were hearing his teaching, and to be healed of their diseases and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were being cured. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 10, 38, you, and this is Jesus came to show us the Father, but the news, um, you know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Oppression, mental torment is not yours. Jesus took it by his stripes. And right now, if that's you, right now, I declare you, if you want that, you just receive it. Put your hand on your head. I receive healing for mental torment, for mental illness right now. I receive healing for depression in Jesus' name, for anxiety in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Mark 7, 37, they were utterly astonished, saying he has done all things well. He makes even the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. That is good news. Good, 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 good news. And Isaiah 53, 5, I'm going to read it again. But, and this was a um, prophetic declaration of, of Jesus, but he was pierced through our, for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him and by his scourging, we are healed. That is good news. Why don't you just say that with me? Thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross. Thank you, Jesus for providing healing for me in every area of my life.
I declare healing over every cell of my body in Jesus name. In Jesus name, I agree with you as your sister and in Christ. And so I want to read First um, Peter 2:24. You know what? I'm going to go and read a couple other ones. Matthew 4:24. The news about him spread throughout all Syria. That's the thing. Healing spreads. We got to get our testimonies out there so more people know that they can receive the healing that Jesus provided. And they brought to him all who were ill, those suffering with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. Now, I don't know, I was looking this up, what translation this is, but in many of them, he, it says he healed them all. All means all. And that is good news. But I want to read... Um, 1 Peter 2.24 For he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. He took our sins and gave us the gift of righteousness. And as if you follow me, you know that I've given the definition that Greek word means divine approval, the verdict of approval, innocent Thank you, Jesus, for by his wounds, you were healed. And so I, um, oh, did I have that here? I thought I had it here. I'm going to go in, um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to skip back and then I'm going to go back to that. Um, because I had forgotten to say this in the beginning, but I'm going to say it now. Because I was talking about, you know, the Old Testament versus the New Testament. But even in the Old Testament, God declares himself as healer. And I want to go back to that. He calls himself Jehovah Rapha. So I'm going to read something that I looked up about that. The origin of the name Jehovah Rapha can be traced back to two Hebrew words used in the Old Testament, which in combination can mean God who heals. Jehovah, which is derived from the Hebrew word Hava, can be translated as to be, to exist, or to become known. The Hebraic translation of Rapha means to restore or to heal. He's the God of restoration. He's the God of healing. And it says, um, when did God first reveal himself as Jehovah Rapha in the Bible? God first revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha to the Israelites after their exodus out of Egypt. After three days of wandering in the desert, the Israelites were in desperate need of water. They discovered a river. However, the waters were unfit to drink. As a reflection of the quality of the water and their emotional dispositions, the Israelites named the river Mara, which means bitter. God divinely cleansed the waters by instructing Moses to throw a piece of wood into the water, thereby making it drinkable. And there's so much more that could be said about the um, symbolism of that with the cross, but I don't have time today. Following this miracle, God declared himself as Jehovah Rapha to his people by proclaiming. And I want, I want to read this verse, but I want to say what happened in the New Testament. 
If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And so the deal is, is that Jesus when he became a man, he was fully man, fully God, but he became a man. He perfectly obeyed the law for us on our behalf and became a curse so that we could be blessed. And now we are under the blessings of the new covenant. So Jesus obeyed on our behalf, became a curse for us, and now we are under the blessings we are under we which includes healing and wholeness thank you jesus that is good news for us so i want to um just briefly uh go back to uh and i have my computer here thank you jesus at least i have that <laughs> first peter 224 And I want to uh, look at the word healing in there, um, which I did earlier, just to break it down because I love doing that. And so the Greek for you have been healed, okay, which I'm going to read that verse again. And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness for by his wounds you were healed. But in, in here, the Hebrew, they translate it literally. Um, it means healing particularly, particularly as supernatural and bringing attention to the Lord him, himself as the great physician. It means heal, healed, healing, perform healing, curing. Jesus is the cure. To heal, to cure, to make whole. Jesus makes us whole. Thank you, Jesus. So there you go. By his stripes, we are made whole. By his stripes, we are healed. I mean... Healing is all over the Bible. And because of the fall of man, there's stuff that take, takes place, you know, and there's things that happen. But Jesus redeemed us from the curse. Jesus redeemed us from all of, um, you know, the fall of man. But what, what needs to happen is we need to renew our minds to this truth. It's our mind that stands in the way. And so, you know, when symptoms come, you know, of, um, of the, you know, and I've had to stand against psoriasis symptoms. You know, I am healed. Thank you, Jesus. But every once in a while I look and I see that it tries to come back. And so I am just standing on the word of God that, no, you have no right to be there. I, Jesus, uh, he, he took skin conditions at the cross 
and and it goes away. So I mean, and does it mean that I'm not healed? No. Does it mean that I'm a defective Christian because I have to stand against it? Absolutely not. Um, and so sometimes it, it is a little bit of a fight, you know, of using your authority and just taking a stand. That's what I believe. God will lead you because it's all about relationship. But for me in that moment, um, I'm just like, you know, and, and sometimes standing on the word is just saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm healed because the word says so in Isaiah 53, 5. You know, so anyway... Um, the good news is, is that a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So Jesus is not putting sickness on people. Jesus went to the cross. We are in a new covenant so that we could be healed and whole. And he showed us that when he was on the earth and he healed all who came to him. He healed them. He healed them. He healed them. So if those doubts creep in, we have the gospel. We have the gospels that show that that healing belongs to us. And the leper said, if it be thy will, Jesus said, it is my will. And he healed him. You know, that's another scripture in there. So I just encourage you to negate those lies of the enemy and just keep meditating on on those scriptures that shows that Jesus heals and even use your imagination if you are struggling with healing of whatever it is you have picture Jesus at the time when he was healing all that he was laying hands on you or picture your sicknesses on the cross with Jesus and leave them there and and picture them go into the grave whatever it is God knows but I will tell you, healing and wholeness belongs to you because of Jesus. You know, the doctors told me that I would always be mentally ill, that I would always be up and down, that I would be in and out of psych wards for the rest of my life on all kinds of different medications. But Jesus, thank you, Jesus, that he provided emotional healing on the cross as well. It's not too hard for him. It's a piece of cake for Jesus. Whatever it is you're dealing with, it's, it's a piece of cake for Jesus because Jesus already took care of it at the cross. So it just keep meditating on the truths in the word. And when those negative thoughts come in, I encourage you to take a stand and not, not uh, think on those thoughts. Um, and so that's my little encouragement for you guys today. It is good news. The, the gospel is called the good news. It's not the bad news. If, if it's called the good news, I mean, is healing, someone being healed, is that good news or bad news? That's good news. Uh, Jesus putting a sickness on somebody, is that good news or bad news? That's bad news. <laughs> so let's get rid of the bad news because the gospel, like Andrew Romack says, that... Um, I don't know if it's Greek or it's Greek word is almost too good to be true news that is true. So I encourage you to meditate on the good news today. And part of the good news is that you are loved, you are cherished, and healing belongs to you. So why don't we just say that? I am loved, 
I am cherished by my Father. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.